Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What do you got? What do you got for a cold oh, open? Oh, no, what do I got for a cold open here? Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, out of all, you know, everything was pretty smooth sailing for this, like the big party I went to with Teats on a Friday, you know, it was, you know, all pretty, pretty good. There was, this, they, they were peddling this weird energy drink um, with all these mixed drinks. You what know? was it um, called? Do you remember? Um, famous F-A-M-U-S, something like that. It was in a black bottle. It was very much like trying to be like the Logan Ball one. Yeah. It was, it was really earthy and it was like literally in every freaking cocktail. It, it was, it was the, the funniest thing. What was it um, like? Like at, it, on its own? Uh, I don't know if I tried it. I oh, yeah, I guess I, you I'm wouldn't pretty, have. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I avoided trying it. Was it a local Louisville thing or what? Uh, no idea. Uh, it doesn't seem so, you know. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there were guys there dressed in, like, sleek suits, like, promoting it. Like, you know, yeah. that was their, like, big slick job <laughs> promoting energy drinks. And, I mean, you know, um, like – you know, I find like, you know, like all like little like, you know, startup jobs like that interesting. But I feel like at the bottom of the list for me is like peddling someone some sort of energy drink. But yeah. I do have mad respect for the Red Bull people who drive around. Yeah, you know, we the, actually the at, bill. at Garage Bar last week, we had some of those folks come in and, you know, they're like, well, do you all want a Red Bull yeah. while you're working? Hell yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? You know, yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. And, and they're really they're uh, really uh, they're usually pretty good. And. You know, I passed uh, the maybe hopefully the same people on the way to Old Town, but yeah, I mean they always have those. They always have the sugar free, which is my drink of choice. But um, I've got my Ghost Energy here. That's nice. definitely become so. There from when Lee, when I lived with Lee, obviously he would get all those energy drinks. He turned he tuned into the energy drink side. The Ghost mm-hmm. was definitely uh, my favorite one. So the top one, yeah, it was a, get- it was pretty good, but um. But yeah, other than that, I went um, the the party I went to uh, at Dean Harris's place was was stellar. There's a hilarious picture. Uh, I don't know if these girls would want um, me <laughs> using this as her episode logo, but it was like all like all the girls there like got together in their like derby hats, like take a picture, um, you know, on the couch of them all in their like derby hats and dresses. Yeah. And um, in the background is me, and I'm like sitting in the back, just like staring at my phone, just drinking out of like a big solo cup. Just with this, yeah, you know, maybe we can, maybe we can just use the the the, the clip of me from this. But yeah, um, if you, it's actually a really nice, colorful picture, very soupy. But if you you know see here and you zoom in here, yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that that'll get on the episode logo. Yeah, yeah. That, Tim that'll, King that'll popped on. in. What up, fellas? What's hey, up, Tim. Timmy? Uh, let's do this shit. No. Do it. All right. Welcome to the Brain Buster Boys, episode 106. My name is Brett Jagger, along with, I think I've said this, but my friend. 
He's a guy. He's a boy. He's my buddy. His name is Beaumont Rand, and he's at work. How are yeah, you? I am, technically, yeah. This is um, my family's insurance office. Um, Been yeah. a minute since, is... we've, since you've recorded from there. I feel oh, yeah. Like, I, think, uh... I think we did, like, our 10th episode here. Um, always <laughs> this, like, big wooden door as a background, which is very, very nice and neutral. I've done, like, you know, you need like all kinds of Zoom calls from from this position. You never so. know who's going to walk through that door. No, no. Well, actually, so the office is is this way. So people will walk okay. through this way. What's you behind see? you? Well, uh, let's take a look, shall we? Little kitchenette. Yeah, yeah. A little kitchenette. Um, the bathroom, obviously, and then kind of you know our water bottles and our, our you know cleaning supplies and all that. Beautiful. Um. So yeah, so it'd be wild if someone really snuck up from behind you there. Oh, a hundred percent. That means they would make it through the emergency door. That's basically been a wall for thirty years. Yeah. But yeah, it's like this is just a big shotgun building. It actually used to be part of a bowling alley, as a matter of fact. I mean, oh, this really? wasn't the whole bowling alley, you know, because if you look, you know, it's shotgun. Here's one wall. Here's yeah. the other. Um, so the bowling alley went to the from the tax store, like all the way down to like there's a IGA or something like that down oh, the way. Wow. So, My yeah, mom yeah. used to be a loyal IGA shopper. Yep. Oh, yeah. So um, so we got we got us one of those. But uh. But yeah, you know, this used to be back, you know, when my mom was um, endeavor, you know, in high school in the 70s, a bowling alley. Wow. So, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So you were obviously kind of talking about your derby weekend uh, mm -hmm. in the cold open there. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add? I actually didn't even get to see the race since I was basically I, on site at Churchill Downs and internet down there was so shitty. Yeah, um, I, I, I won. It sounded the, like it was a good one. And yeah, you, oh. you uh, got a little good fortune out of it. Yeah, it? yeah. No, I, out of like a house pool where I drew out the eight horse mage that, that wound up winning. So yeah, I had a nice little chunk of change to spend on Saturday night, which I did. You know, I was very generous with it. You know, I was just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Everybody, yeah. come on. Buy some you know? drinks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. What was went, the buy-in? Ten bucks. Okay, I believe, nice. and I think we I did another one that was also ten bucks. And Tyler Gill, you know, um, yeah, uh, the you know Louisville musician, Louisville yes. country musician, um, Tyler Lance Walker Gill also won the other one. He was also the bookie or the the you know record keeper. Yeah, um, so That's a little uh, fishy. It is a little fishy, but but no, I mean I didn't do any transpires. You know, Rich was there, so of course he was. You know. Um, really oh, like betting there. on the horses from, yeah like on the app yeah yeah and i think rich walked away at least from the evening up a little bit because i think he i don't know what he won the derby on but he got money off of that um but yeah you know um you know there was that and then you know it, relatively uncomplicated nights out so like yeah shocking. that's good yeah where'd yeah, you end you up know, going uh big bar okay uh, we went there and um we actually tried to go to some bar in St. Matthews and there was like a line like all the way down the street. And I was just yeah. like, Nope, not, not when, like, you know, yeah. When I was at the track Thursday for Thurby mm -hmm. and I essentially like basically won enough to keep betting, you know, I uh -huh. hit one that it would pay out like 12 bucks. Like, all right, right. that's, and so I think I still have a couple tickets in my pocket to cash. Oh, wow. So I'm gonna have to get, I mean, they're like the, the vouchers essentially for like when you put it in and you didn't bet enough. So I think I have like 12 bucks, you know. Oh, nice. And, and you a have couple to to tickets. To do it, right? Yeah, which I don't live far. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so I uh, we were kind of starting to talk. I had an interesting derby weekend yeah, yeah. as I was employed by a limo company here in Louisville to chauffeur people, <laughs> which was mm -hmm. something I've never done before. I had to be suited up. 
black suit, white shirt, black tie, you know, oh, all that, yeah. looking looking dressed to the nines. To the nines. nines. Oh, yeah. Nines. Forget about that. Um, um, and like I'd have to go into the airport with a sign and stand with everyone. Um, wow. Did a couple of private airport pickups where you just literally pull right on up to the plane. Um, I'm not going to say any names. I know you know, but one was a former Green Bay Packers player, was uh, probably the most famous person I've, I had, and he was very cool. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it was certainly a unique experience. As I told you, my on Derby Day, literally I picked up this group from the private airport, took them to Churchill, and then waited there all day, essentially, for yeah. like six-plus hours, and wow. then got them out and right back to the airport, what, and they were out of town. What did you do while you were waiting? Like, so, you allowed to do things? Or? Yeah, so essentially the company that I was working for had rented out the front yard of, like, mm -hmm. multiple houses right down there on Oleanda uh, yeah. Street right there. So, like, we were posted up there, and there's, you know, so many different limos. Like, I was driving a van, but mm -hmm. so many drivers were on that street in that area. So, like, you know, I took some walks, walked basically up to Churchill, talked to other drivers, was able to like get internet enough to like just watch wrestling on my phone oh, and nice. car for a little yeah. bit. But then like, as the day went on, the service got shittier. Yeah. Um, at one point I just put the seat back and lounged back. I think I was listening to super J cast and hear that podcast growling, which is the Bengals pod. So just chilling and I'm getting chilling, paid for right? it. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Um, not bad. Yeah. No, that seems like a pretty, a pretty sweet. It's also, I'm curious, um, did they have rules for how much you could like engage with these people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I kind it's, of figured they would. It's pretty much like read the room type of deal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, spoke when spoken to, you know, they don't want a bunch of chatter boxes, you know, mm -hmm. but like the football player, for example, like, obviously I worked for the Bengals. So we had uh -huh. something in common, like we talked the entire trip, you know, and yeah. some of the others, like, I drove someone from the from Louisville to the Cincinnati airport, which is, you know, about a 90 minute drive. And it was mostly silent. You know, there was yeah. a little bit of conversation here or there. So, yeah, just kind of feel it out. But, yes, they did kind of instruct, like, don't talk too much, you know. So mm -hmm. it was interesting. It's something, you know, I might still do a little bit on the side here, you know, yeah. as things kind of go along. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously still ultimately looking for a full-time job and we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah it was a fascinating gig, it seems like. Exactly. Yeah, it was an interesting experience. You know, tips were good from that one group and, you know, it's decent overall, but not quite as good as I was expecting, mm -hmm. even though I didn't know what to expect. But right. yeah, it was worth, you know, sacrificing the partying like I've certainly done derby a number of times. Right. I got to go to the track on Thursday and had a great time. So yeah, it yeah. was... Uh, it was all good. So um, before we dive in here, um, I assume you did finish Backlash. We I did. I finished it, this, finished it this morning. Okay, sweet. Time. Well, before we dive in, you got any anything else you want to address? Do we want to talk about uh, what we heard last week here oh, on the, the show? Oh, 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 the event stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What, what was that robot in the beginning? I have no fucking idea what I that don't know. Was. I don't know. It seemed like it was more uh, glitchy than anyway, like it was and, singing. Yeah, and I don't know weird. who's like sending us the audio from that meeting. It just mm -hmm. showed up at my doorstep one yeah. day. So. Yeah, no, it just seems to pop in and out like the <laughs> Goldman Hour and like uh, yeah. the other uh, strange events on here. So, so this week we got it's just nothing. normal BBB here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we don't got anything. You know, I imagine those guys had a pretty 
a pretty big weekend big for Backlash. Weekend. And I assume Raw is in Puerto Rico too, wasn't it? Was it also no, in so Puerto the Rico? previous SmackDown was that okay. Friday, which we'd been a SmackDown podcast, but I did, just didn't get to watch it because there was so much. But Raw yeah. last night, where were they? Or two nights ago, I can't remember, but I watched it. It was pretty solid. I guess since since it was on Saturday, they've had time to go back. Yeah. But I'm sure they've, you know, like a lot of traveling and stuff. And the Puerto Rican crowd was oh, um, my amazing. Gosh. Yeah, they yes. were great. Well, before we get into that, let's talk about something else that's amazing. And that would be Manscaped. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling it up here. Yes. I just this looks interesting. The, I used there, I mean, pretty much every day. I've been using the crop cleanser. Nice, you know, to, yeah. To cleanse yeah. My, my crop, a.k.a. Oh, my yeah. balls. I mean, their deodorant, graces my, their deodorant graces my armpit probably twice daily sometimes. Yeah. You know, usually yeah, when I get home, if I, it. like, go for a walk and stuff, I always put it on just because I know it worked, you know. Oh, yeah. Great, great products. Sweaty. But let's do it. Playoffs? Are you talking about the fucking playoffs? That's right. The playoffs are here, and your friends at Manscaped are here too, and they're making your, making sure your balls are as kissable as the Stanley Cup. Mm, that'd be nice. Yeah. Whether you're an NBA or NHL guy, you'll want to give your Nuggets, yeah, go Nugs, the best mm-hmm. Clippers to rid them of pubes and help them see the summer sun. Nuggets Mom. over Suns, baby. Don't let your Devils go wild. This is great. Use the lawnmower yeah. 4.0. And get your boys as smooth as jazz. Too bad they didn't make the playoffs. You can have balls of kings by going to manscaped.com and using the code BBB for 20% off plus free shipping. Tell them more, buddy. Manscaped is the champion of men's grooming. You know what they call their staple center product, the Performance Package 4.0. It's the crypto center now, but still. Um, because it's the best way to get your body ready for elite playoff level performance. They're full package is stacked with the best of the best. It all starts with the Lawnmower 4.0. These Lawnmower 4.0 are the greatest few warriors to make body hair removal as easy as a Steph Curry three-pointer. Mm. Um, the Lawnmower 4.0 doesn't only make you easy on the eyes, but it's easy on your skin with skin-safe technology. It reduces your playoffless nick. That's not right. It reduces their playoff nicks. They're very much in the playoffs. And um, yeah, and, and cuts so that your balls don't have to take the heat. Mm. And, and the Manscaped, Knicks are sure taking the heat right now, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, Manscaped has been working hard and brewing up, Boston brewing up the new and improved Weed Whacker 2.0 with a better shape. There's no question the Weed Whacker 2.0 for nose and ear is the most improved player of the year. And they cap the performance package off with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner. To keep you fresh, even through the sweetest game sevens. Oh. But that's not all. Manscaped has two free throw ends. Mm. This thing is, is stuffed. This is tra- outstanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a travel bag to hold all your goods and a pair of anti-chafe boxers. Perfect for watching or playing sports. Plus, for all you playoff beard bros out there, Manscaped now has beard products with your Beard Hedger Pro Kit. James Harden would probably not use that. No. This kit. No. At the balm, this kid has all the balm shampoo, conditioners, and oils to keep you to keep you need. I'll, I'll, I'll hiccup it here. Hang on, I'll just, let, let me know what time to cut this there. I think it's great. I'll just write it down. Fifteen. Cut. 
This kit has on the balm, shampoo, and oils you embed need to keep presentable and comfortable through the push, and the trimmer you need when it's finally time for a cut. Bring us home. Good work. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. That's right. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. Pick a winner, the Nuggets. Hit the playoff push and use Manscaped to shave that bush. Your don't balls be, will thank you. Yeah, don't be Toronto Maple left out in the cold. Oh! And what's up, Justin? Thanks for tuning in. We love you, baby. But yes, WWE Backlash. Mm-hmm. Let me get it up here. Um, yeah, you you were starting to say it. That Puerto Rican crowd, holy shit! Oh, that was the best. That was the best part of all of it. I think. Oh you my know, gosh! In my they, I think they were not, not not Yeah, hope that, that's not a comment on the wrestling, which was all good, you know. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it was um, it was what's up. Yeah, I mean, from the jump, obviously that the and we'll get into match by match, but like the fact that they were all on the EO Sky mm-hmm. train as she deserves. She's so fucking good. And this was her best match in WWE, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But uh it kind of like, you know, Bianca needed to kind of shift a little bit because she's not that she was getting booed. I mean, maybe like a little bit, but that crowd was clearly pro EO and uh yeah. Yeah, it was just awesome. Great, great stuff here. Um, sure. Yeah, anything just about the show, the crowd, anything in the presentation, anything in general before yeah. we kind of get into it here? Yeah, you know, it didn't have like the big like WrestleMania or classic like big huge wall of monitors entrance thing, but it, it, there was a nice simplicity to it. And the crowd was like right on everyone and the stadium seemed, you know, right. I, I don't know what stadium it is. It is. Hang on. I got to pull it up. It is. Here. Coliseo de Puerto Rico. Jose, the, uh, the Coliseo de Puerto Rico, Jose Miguel uh, Arrelo. I don't know. The Jose Miguel Arrelo Coliseum of Puerto Rico. So it's like their big government funded national team. Um, oh, and Coliseum. also, what about that uh, that Juan. drone shot to open the show? Yeah, that was kind of like nice. flew into the crowd. Like that's not something I'd seen before. No, that, that especially was really to cool. start the show. Like, and obviously running, you know, having previously run a drone company, mm-hmm. that was definitely right up my alley for sure. I thought yeah. that was very, very cool way to begin the show. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I thought that was impressive. And yeah, no, it just looked like a just a pretty neat venue. It looked like definitely looked like a place a, to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, it looked like just a great fucking time had by all there. And, you know, oh, we'll get sure. into the legends and everything. You know, this was a very Puerto Rico show and kudos to that crowd and everyone involved uh you know there's been certainly better shows from a wrestling standpoint but like this was just such a fun watch i think from start Mm -hmm. start to finish and you know even like kind of some of the lesser matches didn't get a ton of time so you know it wasn't like they dragged or anything but i started talking about it let's dig into possibly the match of the night i think there were this and obviously the san juan street fight that really stood up stood above the rest but bianca belair retains the raw women's championship to set the new record uh, i can't let's see how many days 403 days currently as we stand defeating eo sky in 18 minutes and one second Man, this was – I was already talking about it, but, man, this was just so much fun. EO, turn back the clock, you know, just 
wrestling like it was 2017 in stardom mm -hmm. uh when she was the best women's wrestler in the world i wasn't following it back then but i've of course gone back and watched a lot and bianca we know how great she is uh but man i was just so hyped to see the crowd so in on eo you could tell oh, yeah. was giving her some energy and this was just a fucking blast oh yeah and especially to kind of flip things around a, a baby face like bianca yep. Yep. you know um but yeah i mean like she definitely like bianca i feel like always comes out and just like has like like always a pretty early dominating performance you took like the wind out of her sails really quick and you just yeah. kind of knew you were in for it um but yeah you know i think this was you know either my favorite or, or second favorite of the night, like one of the two, um, yeah, you know, I with the, agree. yeah, with the Damien priest and bad bunny, you know, I thought that was pretty, pretty rock solid. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I thought this was stellar. Yeah. I went four and a half stars on both of these. And like I said, it was just so great to see EO sky yeah. work. As I was saying to JCB, let EO cook, you know, yeah. like she is so damn good. Not that she's being held down. She just hasn't really had the big opportunities on the main roster. I mean, tag champs with Dakota Kai, yes, that's something. But we've right. talked about how damage controls booking, you know, hasn't really been the best. And, you know, this kind of ended with Bailey, you know, kind of inadvertently costing EO. Um, so it will be interesting yeah. to see where it goes from here. But, I mean, man, there were some near falls down the stretch, mm -hmm. some yeah. nice counters, like, this is like what you would see on a like at the top of the card on a stardom show. Like this exactly. was that fucking good. Um, loved every second of it. Obviously, you know, was kind of hoping that EO would uh, get the dub. You know, I think it could have gone either way. Um, even though both of these women are on SmackDown, and I don't know how they're gonna like switch those belts. Like if her and Ripley just trade, I don't know. It's kind of dumb, but mm -hmm. um. Yeah, this fucking ruled. And uh, let EO cook. Let's uh, let's keep putting her in these high-profile spots because she's that damn good. Yeah, get her in more of these singles matches. Now, where is she going? Where's Damage Control going for the thing? They're all on SmackDown. Bianca's on SmackDown as gotcha. well. So okay. Rhea flipped the Raw. Okay. Um, Justin says EO and Bianca was awesome. The only gripe is still WWE not fixing or explaining the women's championship situation with Rhea and Bianca. Exactly what we were just saying. Um and I think last year or two years ago, they had a similar situation with Charlotte and Becky. And what did like, they do? They just like threw the belt down and just traded. And it was like really stupid. Oh, they like, had they, them like come out and do it on TV. Yeah. And I oh, guess there was like lame. some real life heat there going on. Like it was, it was a mess, but yeah, Justin couldn't agree more. It's and with the draft in general, like, we have SmackDown guys competing in this tournament for the new Raw championship. You know, they hype up all, you know, no team is safe. Anyone can be broken apart. And every right. team stayed together. Like they made such a big deal of drafting entire damage control. Right. OC. You know, the only one was the bloodline where they kind of split, but well, the Usos still ended up on that show. They just weren't yeah. drafted with them. So with them, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, that story's been going for a while. But I guess if this damage control kind of break up, they, you know, or tension happens, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Kinda, this, sorry, uh, go ahead. Oh no, I was saying this could be just a really good, you know, first, you know, great women's like you know story going for you know the new SmackDown roster. I feel like yeah, and Bailey mm -hmm. and Dakota Kai are challenging. Uh, Raquel and Liv on Friday on SmackDown okay. for the tag titles. I presume Raquel and Liv will retain. The 
furthering, you know, kind of the dissension among damage control. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Bailey blows it again or something. Like it seems like it's going to be the other two, Sky and Kai, kind of turning on Bailey. I think, but because yeah. Bailey's kind of been, you know week after week like she's putting herself above the, the rest of the team and they were getting pissed about that so mm-hmm. but man let eo cook kudos to bianca for, sure. for uh breaking the record there i mean what a range she's had she's amazing but uh yeah yeah what a way to start the show here i mean this crowd was ready to go and like, like i said you you could see it giving eo sky energy like mm-hmm. she was fucking pumped up like I said, it's the, probably the biggest match she's had on the main roster. And I think the best, maybe in all of WWE, she's had. I know she had a really good one against Candice LeRae at NXT, Ripley. So she's had some good shit. But uh, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff here. Um, and then there was backstage where we got our first Savio Vega appearance. I'm guessing, did you, did you yeah. know anything about him? Probably not. Nope. I, nope. I just saw a guy with the Afro just run out and very energetic. Well, that was Carlito. Shooter. That was oh, Carlito oh, okay. who, who wasn't shown at all early in the show. Okay, Savio okay, so was the Savio? one. So similar, he was like mid to late nineties WWF, um, He's awesome. Like he had a like one of the first big rivalries mm-hmm. with Stone Cold. Um, he was part of a group called the Los Bariquas, uh, which was a lot of fun. So, yeah, just he and Carlito are probably the two biggest Puerto Rican stars that WWE has seen. So it was very cool to have them a part of this show. But yeah, this was just like it was Ray and Bad Bunny talking backstage, and Savio showed up to the big pop, and of course we see him later on as well. So in the match that uh, Vince McMahon wanted to have at 30-plus minutes, we heard, it yeah, does get 10-plus, and I think is without a doubt the best match Omos has ever had. Right, yeah. Seth Rollins defeats Omos in 10 minutes, 31 seconds, as I just said. was pretty solid. I mean, you know, we slash the WWE creative room um, have kind of been ripping on not really much, but like the booking, you know, like I wanted Omas to beat Brock and would have made right. this make a lot more sense. So it's not like we're shitting on Omas, the performer. Yeah. And this match proved like he's pretty, he's getting better, you know, I mean, he, he is getting better. But I also think that's credit to Seth for really just selling no that in not, in not a really stupid way, because I feel like it's very easy to sell it in a stupid way whenever he grabs you. And then he like picks you up, and you're like, oh, you know, yeah. Like, Seth like, was uh, a perfect opponent because yeah. he can bump around and sell, and he's yeah. just so fucking good. Well, 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 he made it seem real as opposed yes. to like 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 comedic. So I, I think that 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 did work out, you know. Again, a, a, a lot better for it, and it just made it, you know, made it so I feel like it could go a bit longer. And yeah, it, you know, it just wasn't as set up as silly with those spots. It's like, just look how big he is and you yep. know, look at him pick up. It was a real solo. match, you yeah. know, like it, you know, and it got a little bit of time, you know, I, I don't know if Omas has had a match that went longer than 10 minutes, even though this wasn't much longer. I mean, maybe some of the tag matches when he was yeah. with styles, but even that I'd, I'm curious to look into that, but yeah, um, yeah credit to Omas here for mm-hmm. sure. I think, you know, I'm not going to say the future is bright, but I think, you know, if he can kind of keep growing and keep getting better, like he's going to stick around here oh, a while yeah. because if you're a giant and you can work a little bit, yeah. there's a place for you. And, 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 you know, I feel like that's like the part of this that's still kind of for kids 
because I feel like kids, you know, are like, look, I'll be the guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I feel like kids are, you know, easily pretty like taken by. by well, like, and remember when we were at Derby City Wrestling, same thing with the woman. What was her name? Big Mama, you know, Mama, like was yeah. just so much bigger than yeah, who yeah, was yeah. she was wrestling. Fucking. Yeah. Oh, I can't and, remember and her name, but it's but yeah, you're right. Like for a the kid, spectacle, right? the spectacle of the thing, like, like the big versus little, and the story is just kind of an inherent. It's like the classic baked in, like David Goliath, you know, yes. kind of things. It's and so like I get that that's in there, you know, kind of for kids, but yeah, it does need to be just better and less obvious and stupid. And this was, you know, mm-hmm. like, and again, I still. Well, I mean, Brock is obviously Brock and in a high spot. And, yeah, you know, Omos beating him would have been a big deal. So I get it, but I still would have wanted to see him get that big win because I think it would have even further legitimized him. But, you know, maybe that's coming at some point. And admittedly, I am happy that he was not in the championship tournament because I could have easily saw them sticking him in there. Um, So, but, yeah, this was better than I expected, you know, probably – Three and a quarter yeah. stars, you know, three. It was, it was, it was a good match. Yeah. You know, I, I'm still not convinced this ceiling is like anywhere near championship good. No. But like, you know, like, like I want, like, you, you kind of wonder, it's like, and maybe he's had a singles match with like the Gunthers or the Sheamuses of the world, like big guys who can like really go, you know, like guys who, you know, maybe aren't as big as him, but are kind of, you know, WWE's, you know, just, just, just bigger, more powerful guys, you know, like, he, you know, still is like not even near that level. And I'm not convinced you could even get to that level where like he could, at least for me, believably be like a champion. Mm-hmm. But like this was at least a step in that direction, I will say. Yeah. And Justin says, agrees, best of best match match he's had. This proves Omos can actually have good matches if he's put in there with the right people. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we'll see where he goes from here. I mean, obviously, that's two L's in a row against the high-profile opponents. So, you know, if they're going to keep using him and booking him strong, you know, you got to think he's going to start getting some dubs that aren't just squash matches against, you know, lower-rung guys. So, Right. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm I'm happy happy to see this growth for sure, you know, with Mm -hmm. where he's come from, especially, like, when he first jumped on the scene a couple years ago. Right. He really was kind of the butt of – he slapped him with AJ Styles too. Yeah. You know, which is just like, you know, poor AJ, you know, having to like put him over and just do dumb shit for a really long time. Yeah. So, and we'll yeah. see if the, you know, it's just been he and MVP. You know, the hurt business is obviously a thing of the past, but we'll see if they kind of, you know, add any guys to that group and, right. you know, kind of build a stable around him. But yeah, yeah. good stuff. Okay, so next we have Austin Theory defeating Bobby Lash, Big Bob, excuse me, and Bronson Reed in a six-minute 51 sprint. Um, Definitely thought this would get a little bit more time, but shit, for what we got, I really enjoyed this. It was like a a microcosm of that triple threat at Survivor Series, which was lethal. I almost said lethal. Theory, Big Bob, and Rollins. Right. Uh, that went like 13 minutes. So this was just even more abbreviated than that. Unfortunately, no Elias, no electric guitars here, as we heard uh, Vince and Shane pawning for last no, week. No, but Luke's or Shane, you know, yeah. I mean, how, how they would have gotten Shane out there would have been in a wheelchair or, yeah. or one of those like, you know, Kroger auto carts or whatever. Yeah. Something but like yeah, that. theory retains yet again against the big giants. What'd you think? Uh, yeah, no, I thought this was, you know, very fast paced and fun. You know, I think, you know, this just kind of continues theories, 
just exciting ascent, you know, Bronson Reed, obviously always, you know, like very exciting, just, you know, get, has that very just big presence, but also quick. And yeah. And then big Bob there right in the middle, man. <laughs> there he I, is. I, 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 I love, I love the, en- I love the ending of this. Yeah. I thought the, en- I thought the ending of this was stellar. A classic uh, heel stealing the pin there. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, and it's funny how he like threw big Bob. Too, yeah. you, know? you don't really see big Bob. Like hasn't big Bob had a match with like Omos where like they make him look really small on the camera. Like, Probably. He totally has. Yeah. I feel like yeah. sometime on a, you know, a mid-level pay-per-view. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, big Bob, um, you know, he kind of just throws him out of the ring. Yeah. You know, just sort of heaves him out. You know, I thought that was, that was, that was, that was a funny sight to behold, but yeah, you know, this was, you know, fairly short, but you know, pretty, yeah. pr- pretty exciting, you know, kind of within, you know, Austin yeah. theory is great. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, big Bronson went for the moonsault yeah. and then he was immediately speared by big Bob. And like you said, theory, using the presence of mind to just chuck Big Bob out and get the pin, which was a little different from the Survivor Series where he, like, countered um, – I think he countered a move that Big Bob did and basically just, like, landed on him. But, like, similar kind of thing here. It's like, you know, he's going to take the shortcut to win the matches here, which is – you know, I'd like to see him, Theory, get, you know, some more decisive wins, but I get it. You know, that's kind of what, what that's who a the character thing. is. Yeah. But, you know, he's continuing to be booked very strongly. One of these times, I would like to see him get, like, a definitive stamping win. For sure, yeah. But he's a heel, and, you know, that's what's going to happen. And Justin says, Austin, Austin, God damn it, awesome showing from all three in the short amount of time they got. Hopefully they keep it with Bronson and eventually put him in there with Gunther. Holy shit. Yeah, that would be a ton of fun, both both on Raw now. Um, you know, you've heard me talk about Bronson Reed. He was Jonah in New Japan. He beat Okada. You know, they were putting him over huge over there. So I was not exactly excited to see him come back to WWE. And he really, you know, this was the biggest match he's had thus far. But whew, you put him in there with Gunther. I am ready to roll. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, are you excited for WWE United Champions on Saturday, May 27th from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, that could be, you know, it could uh, 1 p.m. Eastern start time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, could be, that could be fun. Well, the last one, you recall, that was the Logan Paul Reigns match oh, that we watched yeah, yeah, like, yeah. later that evening. But that, so you Not obviously. the last night of Champions, but the last one in Saudi the Arabia. The last Saudi show, yeah. I can't remember what show that was, mm-hmm. but. Um, I know we've talked a little on here about like when they first started having the Saudi shows, they were pretty terrible. Right. Um, so this one, you know, coming off one that was pretty good for the first time, this will be interesting. And it's going to crown, you know, we'll have the new WWE world champion, which we know Seth Rollins is in that final. I'm pulling for AJ Styles on the other side. Um, so I don't think there's been anything. Thing else announced, but typically for Night of Champions, every title is on the line. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if we talked about this last time, but with Sami Zayn's Syrian, you know, heritage, like he's obviously refused to not, go over not there. Not gonna go, yeah. But they're the world tag champs, so we'll it's, see. You know, that was like one reason why I thought there was a chance the Usos would get the belts back. Right. I'm so glad they didn't, but you know, something to keep an eye on here is we kind of were. Shit, two and a half weeks away from this show already. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So up next, um, 
we have Rhea Ripley defeating Zelina Vega in seven minutes, 11 seconds. The match here was secondary. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was all about Zelina getting her moment. And I thought and that her was so- all- her- her story and her whole family and all yes, that, and the Puerto that Rican flag thing, and, and very, yeah. very cool. Yeah, it's weird. Shane McMahon didn't know that there was a Puerto Rican flag. Yeah, you know, it does. It does look sort of like an American flag, it and I does. can see how that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, with her like pants, I, you could see like the pennant. Well, and then she, of course, had the whole thing sprawled out as well. Yeah, just just to hammer it home, you know. And then Rhea Ripley just had sort of like the all white, the black hair, very, very villainous look. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed what it said on the back of her trunks. It was hard to tell, like, in real time, but I saw a picture. It just said Dom Dom on her ass. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Because there was a picture of the two of them backstage where – Dominic's just like next to her with his hands like pointing to it, just with a shit eating grin on his face. Yeah. But um, continue to love that burgeoning yeah. cuck relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the match was short, you know, seven minutes, 11 seconds. Zelina did get that one big near fall towards the end, as we all, you know, I kind of expected this would have gotten a little bit more time. Right, right. And, you know, um, she just kind of got in her thing, but then, yeah, Rhea Ripley just sort of was. Clearly too much at the end. Yeah, yeah. But, again, great moment for Zelina. You know, I know she's come out and said, like, obviously best night of her life, you know, things of that nature. Um, You know, it felt like a movie. I'm sure it did, you know. And she's, you know, she's not a top-of-the-card wrestler. Mm -hmm. So credit to WWE for giving her this match and giving her this moment. And, you know, the match – wasn't anything special, but I thought she looked pretty good there and, you know, sunk in the crowd. And, you know, we knew Rhea was going to win in pretty dominant fashion, but this was just a very, very cool moment for Zelina Vega. And I'm, I'm very happy for her. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, definitely, especially with that, with that crowd, you know, like, I don't know, I'm glad like, you know, a, the crowd was great, but it seemed to like really just kind of meet her at this moment. And yeah, yes. you know, yeah, yeah. Could, couldn't not be happy for her. And like you said, her whole family there ringside. I was hoping Malachi Black would be there because they're married. So that obviously I didn't think he would be sitting there front row. But part of me was just hoping to see him with like a hood on. And, you know, you just see his, the whites of his. Something like that. Like, like would, he be, would, would he be forbidden to attend a WWE show? Probably. I think like on camera in the front row like that. But like yeah. backstage, you know, I know all the time, like. You, you'll have people backstage. Like mm-hmm. I know Andrade, although who the hell knows if he's even in AEW. Like oh, yeah, I forgot he Char- even existed. He's married to Charlotte. So like, you know, he's been there. I mean, hell, even CM Punk was just at a WWE show recently, yeah. which certainly caused a lot of stir. Um, but yeah, I doubt they would put an AEW contracted rep. They did show right Brit- on the camera. They did show Britt Brit- Brit Baker. Uh, when Cole was still in NXT, they did show her on camera, but they didn't say like Breaker AEW, obviously. Right. Uh, but she was there, and they did show her. And Justin says Zelina losing was easily predictable, but she won in the end with the moment she got at the beginning and ended the match. Couldn't yeah, well put. More. Yep, that was exactly and yeah, what happened. interesting to see if you know she kind of gets a little bit of a push, or you know, kind of continuing to be pushed a little bit here because. Obviously, she's very, very little, but she can do things that some of these other women can't. You know, she's really yeah. good with like the flying head scissors and all that. And 
I'd love to see her and EO go at it. Similar oh, sizes, you know, they're now both on the same show. At least I think Zelina's on SmackDown. Um, you know, I can't. Yeah, they are because Judgment Day's on Raw and LWO because they split Ray and Dominic. So, um, oh, yeah, good point by yeah. Justin here as well. In my head, I pictured Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews together because Buddy Matthews is with mm -hmm. Rhea Ripley. So, very good observation there. Yeah, just. Imagine just the House of Black just lingering in the background. Oh, exactly. Watching the match. But yeah, I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind about Buddy, too. But fun, fun stuff. Okay. And yes, we get to whew, very, very fun stuff here. The San Juan Street Fight, in which Bad Bunny defeated Damian Priest in 25 minutes and three seconds. And yes, Bad sir. Bunny continues to prove that he is by far one of the top three celebrity wrestlers of all time. I think they're on a different level. And yeah, he, he looked order, more fit last time than I saw him. Yeah, you in know? some order, it's Bad Bunny, it's Logan Paul, and it's Pat McAfee in mm -hmm. terms of celebrity wrestlers coming in. And, man, this was, again, 25 minutes. Granted, probably five of that, they were just chilling with all the, you know, when the Judgment Day came out and then Carlito yeah. and Savio, as we talked about. Like, yeah. you know, we didn't even see the ring for probably like three or four minutes there. But nope. for Bad Bunny to go out there, get fucking Falcon Arrow through a table, like in the first half of the match, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then launch a fucking brutal assault on the leg of Damian Priest looking like Bret Hart out there. Like kendo stick, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Priest I mean, selling was fucking through. Like, it was very realistic selling. Like, when he was in the corner and he was just beating his leg against the uh, the post, like, just like, ah, God damn, you know, like, just yelling and just like, you mm -hmm. could, I felt his pain, you know, mm -hmm. like, so I really, really just want to give both guys credit I thought this was an incredible moment, a great match. The you know the Bad Bunny entrance, the crowd singing his song. Like I'm getting goosebumps. I don't even like his music oh, yeah. really. And, and, and the crowd just... felt so much closer to like the action. What was going on? There were yeah. people like hanging over the rails, and they were not far. There was like not a lot of room. Usually with these other ones, there's always a lot of space where the wrestlers can like be in the middle and be you know three yards away from whomever yeah. but no like it was like right up on him and, it was uh, a fucking concert when he came out like yeah, that crowd much. was bumping singing i mean i've never heard a crowd sing a song so loud and that includes judas uh -huh. even whatever the rollins oh like this was bumping um mm -hmm. and Justin with Justin just killing it here in the comments. He said Bad Bunny and Damian Priest wasn't a match, it was an experience and an incredible one at that. Induct Bad Bunny in the Hall of Fame immediately. I mean, it sounds like you know they may use him again late like mm -hmm. a, rumors are coming out that he's going to have another big match at some point cuz the guy you could tell he loves the business. Oh, he loves it. He's been on TV a lot, right? Been on Raw like a not all the time but like a good well, bit. Well, he had yeah, he had that match at WrestleMania what was it last year? Mm -hmm. And then he did the rumble earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, in the build up to this, he'd been on raw and SmackDown, you know, a number of times, mm -hmm. the guy gets it. The guy cares. He's clearly put the work in. He's a natural, he's an entertainer at heart. You know, yes. he's a performer, um, man, just, this was just excellent, excellent, excellent. And yeah. So let's talk Carlito. Let's yeah. talk Savio Vega. 
So, yeah, you obviously didn't know who either of those guys nope, are. No idea. Carlito came back in the Rumble, I think, like, 2021. Hadn't been seen in WWE shit since probably, like, 2010-11, I think, yeah. is when he left. And right. he was looking jacked and big. But then, like, everyone was calling for him to sign him, and then he hadn't been seen again until this night. And unlike Savio, where we talked about earlier, they had the backstage segment with he and Ben Bunny. Yeah. Carlito was kept in the dark, and that was a fucking huge pop. So, yeah, the judge, Damien, or excuse me, Finn and Dominic had come out initially, which was obviously going to happen. And then shortly thereafter, Carlito, and he takes them both out, does the apple, spits it in Dominic's face. That was obviously his trademark, as you could imagine. Um, Great, great moment. And then badass Savio Vega comes down and just standing there. And I met like Finn had a moment where he turned and saw him that was really funny and just great feel good stuff here. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, great. And like it was like a nice little pause from the match. And I'm yeah. glad how like all that kind of happened and it got out of the way. You know, it didn't kind of interfere with just kind of the main match, which was you know just super compelling. It just kind of yeah. happened and then it yeah, went away. Like, I like yeah, how it was still- sort of separated. For sure, yeah. They still had probably, what, five-plus minutes after that that they kept yeah. going. But, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, it did obviously pull you away from the action, but it didn't take away. In fact, probably added for me just because the crowd was – you know, imagine being there mm-hmm. and being Puerto Rican and how great that must have been. Um, Yeah, like I know some people kind of saying this was, you know, overbooked and too much distraction, but – I was here for it. And oh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was pretty compelling the whole time, you know, just kind of spot after spot. And then, you know, Priest kind of like there was definitely kind of like, you know, much like I guess less physically in Omas, you know, and like his matches like, you know, but like, you know, Priest is a big dude and Bad Bunny just kind of had that sort of scrappy underdog feel. So like when yeah. he got those sort of really big spots, it was exhilarating. Yeah, and I mean, locking him in the figure four, you know, mm-hmm. after all of that, like, is he going to tap? Which, you know, I thought there was a chance he might at some yeah. point. But he ended up uh, beating him with what Cole called the bunny destroyer, which was just a Canadian destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this was awesome, like I said. Yes. And got, like, let's throw the flowers at Damian Priest because as good, oh, as, yeah, bad, also great. as, good yeah. as Bad Bunny was, like, Priest was – the one guiding that match as mm-hmm. the wrestler, you know? So, um, and like I said, his selling was just expert. I loved it. Um, yeah. Give me all the bad bunny you got. Yeah, for sure. Like I made me want to start listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. And- you know, yeah. I actually may give that a <laughs> shot. Cause I mean, I know like um, his, one of his more recent records was like pretty well reviewed, but yeah. but yeah, you know, that's definitely something, you know, like that I wouldn't Jump- be against, you know, I like yeah. what I heard. Justin says, popped me so much hearing Bunny come out to Chambia and the crowd singing it as well. Absolutely epic. Yeah, they certainly knew it. Uh, it sounded like it basically sounded like the song just kind of repeated the same thing over and over. But again, they were into it. And yeah, he gets me hyped. Let's go. Bad For Bunny. Sure. He's the man. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. But then, yeah, post-match obviously had the celebratory moment with, you know, gave him the Puerto Rican flag. They hoisted him on the shoulders. The LWO did. Just just great, great, 
Yeah, you know, and, and like this was a lot about celebration. Like every post match was Absolutely. celebratory without like guys coming in at the end, you know. And I think it, 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 it you know, they would definitely fit in with the crowd and the tone. You know, all that was kind of very aligned. I yeah, totally, totally. Okay, so we continue the bloodline drama, and there was plenty of it here. Mm-hmm. As they, meaning the Usos and your boy, Solo Sataki, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> defeated Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle in 22 minutes, five seconds. For me, ob- the obvious peak of this match was when Solo, you know, almost busted out the Samoan spike on Jay Uso. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean, you know, he did it and even, like, held it after they, like, made eye contact, you know, so it wasn't a mistake. Yeah, and, and, and then didn't, what was it, Riddle or someone came in? Yeah, well, so Jimmy or Jay was like, I'm your actual brother, not him, you know? So, like, that's been kind of the whole thing is, like, they are actual brothers. Do you need to step away here? No, it's all good. Okay. Um, but, sorry, that, what uh, What did, you had said something else. Oh, no, no, I had said that, you know, that, no, who was it, that Riddle or someone like that? It, 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 oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, so, it's yeah, Riddle like ultimately yeah. came in and took the pin, which was no surprise as mm-hmm. um, Solo slapped him with the Samoan spike. But, yeah, I mean, part of me thought he was going to do it to Jay there because, you know, like we talked about last time, like when uh, during the tag team championship match, it was Solo's night, as Paul Heyman said, no Paul Heyman or Roman here. Like, it wouldn't have surprised me to see Roman, you know, but, at this show, but he was not. But it was still um, his night, though. And, you know, I was kind of, I was pretty, pretty happy for that. Yeah. I mean, as things were going along, I kind of felt like the Bloodlines got to win this. And that's kind of what we had said in the lead yeah. up, like to continue, you know, I guess if they would have lost and one of the Usos would have taken the pin, you know, that would have basically just th- thrown them out, for lack of a better term, I well, feel. But this win, you know, kind of furthers the intrigue. Solo got the win, you know. Yeah, and it focuses the tension on that versus, like, Usos, you lost again, you losers. You know, it makes it, you know, a little bit more interesting because they now have sort of a bit of a a claim, you know. So it'll be interesting to see when that whole crew gets back together to see how the dominoes fall. Yeah, I think they announced Roman is going to be on SmackDown this week. It's either this week or next he's coming back so yeah whenever he arrives it is going to be fascinating um i thought this match was good not great you know it got a lot of time but it was you know nothing special but i thought it was solid and i think i went three and three quarters or four somewhere in that range on it Uh but uh we've definitely seen better out of these guys but the story was again not really the match itself but kind of the the antics and what would happen as Justin says, it is this Friday. Thank you very much. So um, I presume, uh, I don't know what we're going to be doing after this week, but uh, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be doing something. Uh, Obviously double or nothing is coming up soon. And I know you haven't been as engaged into AEW (laughs) tonight is going to be a great show. Um, Just not to get too off topic here, but have you heard what is happening tonight? Because maybe we uh, kind of do a little both next week. But uh, here, I'm pulling up the card. The 
the main event is Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in a steel cage match. Oh, <laughs> where did that come from? Yeah, well, because all oh, this, all that, all that. Oh, you okay, haven't been, but that. yeah, the BCC elite has been kind of that, and the four pillars have okay. really been kind of carrying the show, and it's been pretty good. Okay, we'll, we'll have to we'll, we'll have to jump back in then. Just I mean, Tony Khan was calling this a pay per view level dynamite. We've also got Orange Cassidy versus Daniel Garcia for the AEW okay. International Championship. We've got Ray Phoenix against Claudio for the ROH title in what's called a double jeopardy match, which I'm mm -hmm. not sure what that is. Yeah. House of Black versus Bandito and Best Friends for the Trios titles. Right. Anna Jay and Julia Hart in like a no holds barred match. And then we'll hear from Christian Cage and FTR. But uh sounds good. Yeah, it should be a, a very good night here on AEW, but we still have one more match to cover here. Uh, in which Cody Rhodes gets a little bit of his steam back, defeating Brock Lesnar in 9 minutes, 43 seconds. Although after all this week, Brock got all of it back and beat the shit out of him again and cost him a spot in the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, wow. Tournament. So so, so he's kind of just going deep down the big underdog. So, yeah, thing, last yeah. week I said if the you know if this tournament final isn't Seth versus Cody, then what are we doing here? But clearly – the Cody and Brock thing is continuing. They're going to have another match at Night of Champions. I forgot to mention that. That not official, but it's a, it's happening. Like it's been agreed to. Uh, it's going to be a fight. Brock mm -hmm. says. So I'm guessing there'll be some sort of a stipulation here. Right. Um, but yeah, and also when I, they announced mm -hmm. that half of the bracket would be from Raw and half from SmackDown, obviously mm -hmm. that negated that final anyway because it's going to be a Raw guy versus SmackDown guy. Yeah. Guy. so you didn't watch but they had two triple threats on raw and then those two winners faced which was rollins and balor balor got the dub it was balor miz and cody when brock okay. lost it. so wow it ended up okay. with rollins and balor in the main event which was the first universal championship match in 2016 um and rollins no surprise to anyone getting the win and then it's aj styles edge and Rey mysterio in one match mm -hmm. And then it's Seamus, Big Bob, and Theory in the other. So more Theory and Big Bob triple threat. <laughs> I'm pulling for Styles and Seamus to win yeah. those matches. Yeah, no, so, I, I would like that because I don't think ultimately, Theory needs that just yet. And ultimately – and we've already seen Seth and Theory. They had a long feud, you know, at the end of last year. So Seth Styles is the dream match here, definitely. But I would love to see Seamus in this as well. But – um, so yeah, that's Friday on SmackDown. So maybe we'll do a little AEW Dynamite SmackDown for next week. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll see if we uh hear anything from the WWE creative room. But uh, you got anything on this match? I mean, obviously it was a bit of a fluky win for Cody, kind of getting the roll up in it the was, submission. It was, but... it was at a strange spot just because after like all that like epicness, like this was just sort of like a bit of punctuation just kind of at the end of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I so, think like, Bad Bunny like, and Damien should have made a event. Oh yeah, yeah. Not to like shit on it because like you know it, it you know it didn't you know choose to be in the position that it was no. in. You know, you know as if the match had a you know conscious, but uh, <laughs> consciousness. But um, but yeah, I thought it was you know, pr pretty you know just a pretty decent middle of the road wrestling match. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I kind of get you know have get where sort of Cody's narrative is going. And yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to just mire him down there with Brock, you can do that. But um, 
but yeah, I mean, watch it be like Seth and Big Bob or something like that for it. You know, just a, it might. Yeah. Tom says, what up, you sexy beasts? We love you, Tommy. Justin says, Styles or Edge, because you have the story of Edge wanting to win the title he had to give up when he retired. I've said this before. I love Edge. I'm a huge Edge guy. But at this point, I I just don't really need to see him in the main events or continually winning matches like him. We talked about it, him beating Balor mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, him beating Styles at WrestleMania the year before. Like, let's start putting some people over. And right. But I don't disagree, Justin. That would make a good story, no doubt about it. And Edge and Rollins had an incredible rivalry, what was that, two years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. But, man, I'd, I'd just rather see almost anybody else in that spot other than edge Rey Mysterio. I don't really care to see, but the other four, gotcha. I, would, I would prefer over edge, but it would be, it would make sense, but uh, I'm pulling for styles. Man. Yeah, no, no, I told Yeah, no, I do too. I like AJ styles. I mean, I guess I haven't seen him in a really big, well, he's epic been, he's been hurt for quite a while too. Really? So like what better way to get him, you know, thrust back into the spotlight. And I mean, again, I think Seth is absolutely winning this thing, but mm-hmm. A big epic match between he and Styles at in Saudi, I think, would be amazing. So be quite nice. We shall see. And yeah, the match Cody and Brock was fine. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty, you know, pretty intense, pretty hard hitting. But again, only got yeah. You know, there's there's that there's that big bloody the cut on Brock. Cut. Yeah, Brock got yeah. busted open, and then when yeah. he came back on Raw, you know, he had the forehead cut. He had the black eye, the stitches, um, and all that. Yeah. When Cody, so it was pretty tight. Cody's whole thing these days in WWE when he cuts a promo, he starts with, "So what do you guys want to talk about?" And Brock, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? And he's screaming right in his face, like me. Me, me! <laughs> he said it like forty <laughs> times. I feel like That's Addy funny. and I were dying uh, watching it the other. <laughs> That's too funny. He was just screaming his head yeah. off. That's too um, funny. So yeah, uh, you know, does Cody beat? I, you know, we talked a little bit about this last week. Like, I feel like Cody still needs to be the one to beat Reigns, and maybe that's where we are headed. Even though they're on separate shows, because that's going to still be a long time. Too. I know. So that that thing that requires a, I mean, I guess you could maybe drag like make you it happen at the SummerSlam, SummerSlam. yeah, probably, yeah. And I, that's what I want, you know. Even though they're on separate shows, like Cody's whole thing was finish the story, finish the story against Roman Reigns, not this new belt, which he's not going to win anyway right now. Mm-hmm. So I would like to think that's where we're headed. Does Cody beat Brock again? Yeah. I hope so, but I don't know where that leaves Brock, um, which I don't really care too yeah, much. I don't really care. Either. He's a little boring as but, of late. But he's always booked at the top of the car and strongly, so it wouldn't shock me to see him win, and then maybe they do a rubber match. Right. Um, hell, maybe they like. there's been rumors swirling of mm-hmm. um, Brock you know, walking away, finally retiring. Maybe they do like a loser leaves town match or something, something like, like that. That. Yeah. that would certainly add to, you know, the stakes, the drama, the urgency. Justin says Cody and Brock just isn't working, in my opinion. The whole feud feels like it is just to please the Cody needs adversity people and those that were invested fully to have to suffer through it. Yeah, you're not wrong. I kind of am in that camp. Like I 
I wanted him to win at WrestleMania, but I was actually happy when it was all said and done because of the shock value and because, yeah, he had won every match and it had been too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't disagree with you. Like Cody and Brock to me is just kind of stuck in neutral. Pretty tired. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Even though, it ha- you know, we haven't seen it, it's just it's not really what I want to see. But, again, if it gets him – to that next level, I yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, yep, but I still do want to see Cody and Reigns, and yeah. I think SummerSlam would be a great place because you know what else is Reigns doing? You know, he's just been on the sidelines since this happened. Yeah, and who else could so, he like have like a big feud with? You know, like exactly. I feel like that's still there, and Cody's gonna you know want a rematch. Yes. So yeah. So we shall see. Yeah, Friday mm-hmm. should be interesting with. Uh, those two triple threats and then also Roman coming back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, fun stuff. Um, you got anything else here before we wrap it up? No, sir. Apparently, I-71, according to my mother, is shut down. You know, I got the note. You know, that's what she wanted to tell me. That was what the, the gotcha. momentary instructions for. So, my that's a good note. To, that's a good note to get. Like, at least you know ahead of time. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, like, it, and, like there's been – Construction because you know they're widening seventy one to three lanes from the um, Snyder all the way down to Lagrange. Oh really? No, they I are. Not. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know multi year thing, but I think yeah, this recent construction is because of that. So we'll find. I guess at this point, you know the back road way from Carrollton to Louisville, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. forty, yeah, classic forty two. You know, uh, classic forty two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on that note, we just hit the hour mark. This is uh one of our shorter episodes it is Um, it is but i think we've covered it all here um yeah we'll get you back into aew this week Uh, it's been solid you know it's not been great it's not been bad by any means it's still been solid you know the elite bcc intrigue has been high hangman still has been away so you know we're still waiting on a big comeback from him i I mean hell like i said moxley omega in a cage that is a fucking pay-per-view match so Uh, maybe Hangman comes back tonight. I'm not sure. Oh, also Moxley. Um, so Okada won the six-man tag championships in New Japan alongside yep. Tanahashi and Ishii. So after that match, Moxley popped on the video screen and challenged this team at Dominion, which is the second biggest New Japan show of the year. So Moxley will be returning to Japan. He'll be teaming with Red Shoe's son, Shota Umino, um, who he was essentially his mentor, and a mystery partner, which I think could be Wheeler Yuta. So we may be seeing a little BCC over in New Japan. Um, So, yeah, stuff to look out for. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's call it a day. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Yeah. At Brain Buster. At Brain Buster, boys. YouTube. Try to get Kona in here. But Twitter, Instagram. She won't do it. She's being weird. She got in there a little bit. I saw her, yeah. I Stay tuned her. for more Vince in the Machine, whatever Vince. that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Later. Bye. See you later. Have a good one. Take it easy. Sorry, we've been trying to show Kona over here.